From the heart of New York to the streets of the borough, it's Respect the Church. With DJ F.D. and Marlon J on 105.1 Live. Thursday through Friday, it's time to start Can you the show. Can like you do it like you dance? Speedo, baby. And you're now rocking with Respected Journey. Two times for the two times. All right. Shout out to everybody in the 105.1 family yes. land out there. Peace and love. You know, thank you to everybody that's tuned in on Facebook Live right now, getting these also amazing visuals of these two outstanding gentlemen right here. We outside, we even do. though it's raining. Yes, sir. Um... It's always a good night for me when it's raining outside. I think sometimes when I finally do get to go to sleep, it's because of the rain outside. It's really kind of setting that mood for me to really uh, get a sound. Yeah, me, sound. I don't like when it rains. You don't like it? Nah, man, because then I, I hear my neighbors upstairs. For some reason, when it rains, Now, what are you hearing exactly? Walk. Yo, it's crazy. <laughs> I'm being real with you, because... <laughs> It's an old dude that lives upstairs, so oh. I don't know what happens when it rains. Uh, he turns into like Mr. Miyagi, and he wants to start building stuff. Oh, oh all right. We thought, we thought you oh, heard nah, something Oh, nah, nah. Nah, I'm not hearing nothing I'm else. about to say OG up there slanging and dang and stuff. Nah, nah, listen. If he doing all of that, you better tag me in and share the wealth, Which brings yo. me to my next point from last week where I said, when it's my turn to late... Nah, I'm just playing, y'all. We ain't going to start that this week. You going to start early? You start early this week? We going to start early. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, but yeah, but nah, I, I usually got a set because you already know my house is insane enough. Right, you know. true indeed. Shout out to the newest addition to the family, Cash. Yo, and I was just about to say, it's going to get a little bit crazy. Yeah, if anybody's been following my Instagram, we got a new dog in the house, uh, Pitbull. So, um, I just want to let you know, your dog will need 30 minutes at least of exercise every day. Oh, okay. well, right now he doesn't learn how well, he can't go outside just yet because of how young he is. So, all right. Um, but he has learned to walk up and down the stairs now. So, oh, between so that and, and running around the kitchen with Leah, he's getting even more than that. Good, good, um, good. After biting up everything, we already lost the lamp in the living room. So, mm. that's out of here. Uh, he was trying to attack my MacBook wire, which he gonna learn the hallway real fast. Nah, you gotta get the um the spray, man. There's a spray you get that you spray dogs won't touch it. All right, he'll, we stay, gotta, he'll stay all the way from it. All right, we gotta discuss these things. Yeah, we, we gonna talk about. We it, basically man. start from scratch because we got a newborn in the house again. The dog was only two months old. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we start from but scratch. But that's, that's a good thing, though, man. It, it you build, is. You build a strong bond. You get there to train yeah. the dog exactly how and, you want your dog. And like, that and that was the reason why I said. I was fortunate. Younger. I got lucky when I got Smokey, man. Uh-huh. You know, I rescued him from jail. He was in the, he was in the pound. He was yeah, in yeah, jail, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, Smokey got a story. We got to get him yeah, up yeah. in the show. You know what I'm saying? We got to talk I'm about sorry. it. Life, <laughs> life was real. He was, he was in the pen, for real. <laughs> but um, I got lucky, man. Whoever whoever left Smokey at the shelter, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? He was already trained. So when he came home, he already knew the routine. That's you know what I'm saying? saying? We just had to get acclimated to each other's personal style. Mm-hmm. Other than that, man, we peed two peas in a pod, man. That's yeah, my right-hand yeah. man. I would say one thing, though. I would say this, is my, this has been one of my dream dogs. Okay. Um, it's always been an Alaskan Husky or or Pitbull. Now, hold on. Mm-hmm. Because those have been my two dream dogs as well. Mm-hmm. Why do you always want an Alaskan Husky? Now, I, just think per- they, I just think they're beautiful dogs. I okay. Just... See, for me, it was a little, I had a little different reason. Mm-hmm. I do think they're beautiful, but at the same time, mm-hmm. they kill vampires, B. Remember um, the Lost Boys? They do. Yes, one of my favorite movies. All right. Remember, he saved Corey or yeah. one of the Fellmans. I don't know which one it was, yeah. but the little young one. Yeah. He saved him from the vampire. Mm-hmm. Ever since then, I wanted that yeah, dog. I, In my mind, they killed vampires. I remember um, when we moved out here and we first was looking for a dog. 
um, the ASPCA that we went to, they actually had one, an Alaskan Husky in there, and he was eight weeks. Wow. Somebody had got there maybe about 15 minutes before I got there. Now, the only reason I didn't get one when I, um, before I picked up Smokey mm-hmm. was because I thought about the heat. Mm-hmm. You know, they have a lot of hair, you know, and they shed a lot. True. See, what you going to learn, mm-hmm. a pit bull, they shed like crazy. Oh, you forgot Max? Because his hair is still in the house. So Dang. we already know what the shedding is about. That's why right. I elected to go with a black hair. So at least it camouflages a little bit better. Oh, yeah. See, that's, why, that's why Smokey's black. Yeah. He blends in with everything. Yeah, no. We, we still going through remnants of, of Max's mm. hair all around. Which one day I'll share the story with you about Max. But shout out to Max. Yeah, man. shout out, to the, got, shout out got, to the homie. He got adopted by uh, hopefully a good family. Because he ain't even make the, the website. Um, yeah, that's, I mean, he got a good home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So shout out to Max. Um, but yeah, we we, we already knew. Max living and, his best and life. And it, it was one of those, we were, we were going to look for a small dog this time, one that doesn't grow, one that we can travel around. Um, but I said, but damn, but the pit is my dream dog. I already said, you know, when I get my next dog, it's going to be a pit. Right. And to walk in there and see him that well, little, I was like, nah, I had to. And then, and then what made it worse, he had a brother. It was two of them. I said, I don't think I can handle We can't handle two. And then I was like, my heart, my heart started working against me. I was like, nah, you can't break them up. I go back. He was already gone. Okay, so, all right. But he ain't. Right. But the funny thing was, because I, I was about to say, like, yo, let me know. I'll go back and get the brother. Yeah, nah, nah, nah. He was the, the next day. It was, it was toast. Probably the same day. Who knows? Mm. Um, but yeah, when we grabbed cash, they put us in a little room, whatever. You know, we got to sit with him for a little while. I had the, the, the girls with me to make sure he was comfortable. So Cash is the one that was jumping around playful. The brother was sitting there like, I don't know y'all. Word. What's going on here? Right? Um, so that's why Cash came home. The other one had a little attitude problem. I said, you either going to play right now or you going to stay here in the slammer. Well, and I guess he chose to stay in Doogie. He said, I don't even know you like that, right? Chief. But he gone. So hopefully he had a good house. And uh, it didn't take I long for Cash that. to get acclimated. Cause he already snuggled up. I put a picture up today. I wake up in the morning. He right here under the armpit. Mm. Um, he he begins in the pen, right. the play pen. Um, but by the morning time, he done jumped out and made his way under the bed. Yeah. So. See, my dog Smokey knows. Mm. You can sleep on side of the bed. Mm. You can sleep underneath well, he, the bed. Uh-huh. Do not jump on. Well, he my got bed. he's got limited amount of time. It's just because you're this little. Right. Once you really start to get that little weight and height on you. Wait. Yeah. Now, once you start to go outside. That too, yeah. Yeah, you, once you once you walk you outside, you, you ain't, ain't tracking not, that on me. Exactly. And be lucky if you make it upstairs, because downstairs don't got carpet. Upstairs See, got the carpet. You ain't you can't be tracking. You know, Smokey better be glad that I saved a spot on the couch for him, because that's his personal spot. Uh-huh. So, you know, let me ask you this, because you know, like I said, Smokey has his personal spot. Cash is a member of your family. Right. Right. So when people come over, when you have guests mm-hmm. that come over right. and your dog is on the couch and they like, yo, can you tell your dog to move? Mm-hmm. Do you tell your dog to move? Um I'm going to say yes, only because my dog is not allowed on the couch. He should know better by then. So that would be the only reason why. If he was allowed, then nah, that's his spot. Okay, because I was about to say, yeah. I don't tell my dog to move. People are like, yo, can you tell me? Oh, yeah, no, no, no. Nah, he, he live here. Look, that's, look, look to all my, all my New York people, y'all already know that's reminiscent to going to the, to the, to the bodega and, and the cat is sitting on the bread. That's the cat's house. Yeah. yeah. You don't like him sitting on the bread? Don't buy the bread. That's that's his spot. <laughs> that's why I be trying to tell people yeah, when they yeah, come over. Yeah, like, nah, nah, nah. Can you tell your dog to move? I be like, for what? That's his first spot. First of all, first of all, the audacity to say, can you tell your dog to move? It's his house. Wait, I really want to look at him and say, you tell him to move. <laughs> that was going to be my next thing. You tell him to move. If you brave like that, you go ahead and tell him. As a matter of fact, go over and, and try to move him. I just want to say my dog is super peaceful, super very, loving, very, very. super chill. Like, he really doesn't bark. Um... The only time he barks is sometimes when it rains and it gets a little thunder, you know. 
he needs me to be his thunder buddy because he gets scared he'll sleep underneath my bed mm. you know what i'm saying um if the mailman come if i get a package that's how i know mm. i get a package he'll start barking Bye at the night. door um other than that like when my neighbors come by something mm. like that he doesn't bark he chill. he's chill he, he's cool coming collective you remember yeah max but he bugged yeah yeah he's like cool. i literally let my dog out the house um he goes use the bathroom and comes back in the house mm. you know so sometimes when and I'm that, rushing to go to work, I just open the door and be like, I but see, that's what we need though, because I'm pretty sure he's down to the science where he know you go out to your business, come back. You remember when we we sat there with Max again? Oh. Shout out to Max. He opened the shout door. Shout out to Max. He's, he's gone. out and he gonna play into the streetlights. Yeah, he going he, He's one of those kids that once he outside, he outside. Yeah, he outside. Um, you know. But yeah, shout out to him, man. I, I, I envision for him now a nice family with a big yard and. He can be outside just running around that crazy. Yeah. You know, getting his hair cut every other day, you know, being real pampered. Just because, living a good life. Yeah, because in my house, he, he he honestly was being raised like a pit bull. And he wasn't a pit bull. No, he acted like one though. He did. He, he did. Was, he, he had a heart, <laughs> he had a heart like a pit bull though. Look, he had a rough life, man. He came, he was rescued from uh from Puerto Rico. So, you know, he had a he had a long when they had that bad hurricane out mm. there. So uh, Max had a long life, so he deserved to be pampered right now yeah. and, and treated right with the filet oh, mignon and all that other stuff. Yeah, Max was a real he, live he refugee. He was a real live refugee. All right, he shout was. out to Max, shout man. Out to Max, man. Word up. Um, but yeah, man, I, I, I envision he got a good home now, so I'm sure. Listen, um, it's all about right it's all about the journey. Max got a wonderful journey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout out to Max, man. Speaking um, of which, man, you know how we got that the lovely kids on Team Journey. Yep. You know we. I think everybody needs to go out there and follow our Instagram page. Team Journey and Journey is spelled J O U R N E. This way you can um, come check out all the wonderful things that we do with the kids, take them on mentoring trips and stuff like that. You get to hear the wonderful Shout train in the, the background as always, <laughs> just doing what it does and stuff, letting us know. Disrespectful. Nah, I, I think it's, it's a call to action, letting people know. <laughs> Go follow Team Journey. You hear the horn, you hear the sound. Right. Make sure you follow the kids, really make sure know. you tap in. Make sure you know you leave a comment, let them know you you supporting them, that you got love for them. Right. Because you know it always takes a village to raise a community. And it's just me and my brother out here, right here, trying to do wonderful things. Again, we out here. We just trying to do what we do, but we do need the support. Sometimes a kind word, a like, uh, uh, some some uh, encouragement of what way we can go, what we can do. That that'll be super beneficial. Facts, facts, facts. Um, shout out to a couple of other players on the team. Um, okay, know a couple of them experienced, like we said, new new ventures, new 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 stages in their lives. Some of them stepping up to middle school, high school, so they experiencing school teams. You know the ladies. You know for the ladies yeah, on the they, team, they probably experiencing the males slow down. They they think they ladies, man, and right? Stuff like that. Um, so a couple of them I know are on the football team over at Githens. Um, okay. This is over in, in the Durham side, y'all. Um, Githens Middle School. Um, they do have a football game next Wednesday. I do have the schedule. Um, so if ever you're free to do, because I know you you you're doing the school thing too, so it's gonna be a little right. difficult for you to come from there and jet away over there in such a short time. Yeah, what time is uh, the game? Is normally at four. So I know that's cutting it real close for you, Ooh. and you're running. You're gonna be running to that traffic this that time. Super coming traffic. Back. Yeah, yeah. I might uh, make the second half. Yeah, but you know we got video. You know we keep right. tab on that. They played, they played last week. I don't know what the results were, but I, I hit up Killer Cam. Um, he sent me the schedule over, so I know they play at home next next Wednesday. Okay. So I said we're gonna try to pull up, support the God. Um, All right. Let them know we still here, man. We ain't seen them in a while, but we still here. Yeah, yeah. You know, coach is still on. Uh... Still on recovery mode. I ain't even going to lie. It's a little, little sketchy. I don't want to, want to drive out there. You right, know, right, right. Relapse of just what happened. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
And they, and, they, and, they, and they well aware. They know, PTSD, they know what's going on. PTSD is real, you know. So I don't want to go out there and be like, oh, snap, get off the same exit. Yeah. And just have a little moment, you know. Because like I said, the body feels good. But, you know, recovery takes place. Again, I'm still about 85, 90%. You mm-hmm. know, sometimes I do get to the intersection. I look both ways three, four times. Right. The car behind me honks their horn. I want to stick the middle. I want to flip them the bird. Be like, chill. You don't mm-hmm. know my life. <laughs> you don't know what I've been through. Look, I got to make sure nothing's it, coming through this intersection. Better safe than sorry. Exactly. I'm glad you tested your horn and it works but still give me a minute you yeah. jerk you know what's so crazy and this has only been since we moved to north carolina i have not really been experiencing too much of the horn honking like i know at one point they was like yeah that's a law out here that you can't do that you know because if cops is around and that's what's going on you get tickets or fines or whatever the kids well but you better not put one in my car if you don't want me to honk it. it's crazy but it's a rare that i ever hear anybody honking like people at least on my side anyway that they will sit there <laughs> and be patient <laughs> until you know. I guess it's that you know relaxation. They ain't going nowhere. They like to the, they like to right. the uh, grass grow. Right, and that's you that. And, and speaking of which, not in a rush to get anywhere important. Shout out to the damn asshole uh, that caused the whole incident with you because he was going yes. nowhere fast. Yes, nowhere fast. Nowhere fast. Yep. But we still on you. Don't think we forgot about you. We ain't forget about you. But look, your boy, boy strong. Nah, we back at it. Charlotte Baby um, Boys is strong. <laughs> but like, as y'all already know, uh, RTJ in the building all day, every day. You already heard how you can follow uh, the team page and follow the, the, the yes. young kids in our group and the great things they're going to be doing um, as we try to get footage of every little thing they got going on. Graduation, like we said, experiencing the sports team. We, we just want to, we want you to be a part of their lives, support them, encourage them. Facts. And just offer a, a, a kind word of enlightenment. That's it. Um, but... Like we always say, you can follow us on our respective pages. As I said, we do have some exciting lives outside of yes. uh, just being on the radio with you guys. You can follow everything I got going on at B Dollar the CEO. Come check me out at Model Citizen J underscore. All right. Um, as well as ultimately what we do every day. And actually, I'm going to ask you to touch on this in just a second as well. It just dawned on me to tell that we should shout this out. All right. Um, but the reason we wake up every day is to put our imprint on this world and be very impactful and do great things um, and try to give back for as much as that was given to us, you know, as we were coming up. Um, so Respect Your Journey, Inc., which is our nonprofit organization, which is yes. helping us facilitate everything we do for the youth, all these kids that you can follow on that respective T-Journey page, and all the other kids in the future that will soon be a part of our program and the great things that we want to share with them Yo, and help them out. I want to give a quick shout out to the kids at, at the elementary school I work at because they know, I was, you know, they know I'm a basketball coach and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and they're always pressing me. Like they now, really to get on or yeah they, they press me so how okay. I get on like there's certain kids that don't even play basketball mm-hmm. so how I get on your team can I get on your team I don't even play basketball mm-hmm. can I get on what's up Mr Long can I get on I'm like yo fam you got it you got a spot <laughs> like yo you need to get me out this corner right now because mm-hmm. I'm feeling kind of uncomfortable you're two feet tall but no, you know but what I'm saying that'd be the moment for a lesson though. Yeah. They're going to learn. They're going to learn. Like, you don't know what you asked for. You know, it's the crazy part. You think it's all fun and games, but we do put in work. It is fun. Mm-hmm. We do play games, but we work. But the L, the L thing about that, too, um, and I and I always just always bring back to that interview, um, shout out to John Newman III um, yes. over at Cincinnati, getting that season geared up soon. Uh, remember the story that he told about not even knowing which was the correct basket to shoot at when he first started. Yes. Um, so to those kids, and I'm sure Miles says Jay can attest to this as well, for those showing that energy and that aspiration to be a part of Team Journey, number one, thank you for that. All right. Number two, it don't even take the fact of you being good at basketball or not. First of all, you're already Yo, showing the first time that eagerness, that you got energy, the heart. You that got the positivity heart. just want to come in. Word. Exactly. Um, and you're already showing that work ethic. I know I don't play this, but I'm willing to 
I'm going to try and put the work in. You that's already team journey right there before y'all even touching the court with us. And, and it lets me know that you don't know this sport, you don't know this game, but you trust you trust me enough mm -hmm. and you trust the other people I have around me, the other coaches and stuff like that's, that to teach you the game. And that and that, that says a lot. And that's a testament to you as well for the work that you're doing over there at Jefferson because you've already built this relationship with them. So they already trust you even outside of that. They trust you as an individual, your character, and what you've already instilled in them already. So they're like, it's only right that he'll steer me in the right direction, even if I'm doing something I've never done. So, but I can't take full credit because you know that that building, mm. you know that facility, that that school, that's their energy, that's mm. their vibe. I'm just a piece of the puzzle. That's I just right, add into it. No, no, you know no. You can pop your collar, brother. It's all right. You got the it, roses hat on. Pop your collar, brother. Come on, it's yours. Man. We know what they all do. Shout Come out Miss Cole and, and everybody over there at Jefferson. We know what y'all do. But when we're talking about the basketball court, I don't think we can name everybody. So we're going to let you pop your All right, all right. I'll, I'll do that. You know, I don't do it too it's often. It's all right. I don't, it's, too, look, you know, look, I, don't play, I don't play my own horn and stuff like that. But look, like, that, like that was taught to me from the good book, even Moses was bragging about himself. You know, It's I, all right. All right, I'll accept it. I'll accept it. <laughs> look, look, I look, and I'm speaking on your behalf, so you don't even gotta feel like you're doing it. I'm speaking for you. <laughs> See, I let you know, y'all, how humble and how cool I am. It, it, I don't even like accepting flowers. I get a, I get some flowers. You give me twelve. You give me a dozen roses. I'm gonna start handing them out to other people. Yo, like, come on, man. Everybody roses got it. Spencer, you better keep my goddamn roses. <laughs> <laughs> just playing, y'all. Just playing. Just playing. Share the love. Share the love. Word. Uh -huh. Um, but, but real quick, um. In, in in terms of respect the journey inc um and what we're doing with the nonprofit this weekend we got something you know that we're going to step up to on saturday i believe it is yes yes we have a um there's a wonderful program that i got down with the uh with the elementary school i'm at with jefferson it's called mm -hmm. the beta club mm -hmm. the beta club is the, you know they go out there and they just do community service acts they have what i like to call the creme de la creme right the kids who are in beta club in my mind, in my eye, the way I see it, they are our future lawyers, they are our future judges, mm. our doctors, the congressmen, politicians. Like these are the the shakers and makers of society. Right. These are the ones that's gonna make sure that we're good. So while they're young, we have to instill in them the 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 values of a good person. All right. So Beta Club, it's a national club. You know, it's all around the fifty states. They outside. Nice, nice. They outside for real, for real. Um, but they do a lot of community service acts. So this weekend, I believe um, I was invited. We was invited. Um, Team Journey, Respect the Journey, INC. We were invited to go help out make some um, some food and stuff like that. Prepare some bags for food and stuff like that so they can hand out to the community and make sure that everybody has some adequate uh, supplies of food to eat. Dope. So um, I'm just uh, wonderful and elated that we get to be a part of it. That yeah. some of the kids from the team get to come out and fellowship. And truth be told... This is our actually our first yeah that's why I'm excited community about it. service project as a nonprofit organization not one that we're hosting ourselves but one that we get to be a part be of a and part get to of. go out and fellowship with the community and actually get our hands boot boost the pavement and do something wonderful right so shout out to Miss Brown you know what I'm saying she mm -hmm. runs the Beta Club over there at Jefferson and um. Yeah, I love her energy so much because mm -hmm. every time she, you know, anything that pops off, she'd be like, yo, I don't know if, if you could, uh, if you could use this information, but here, maybe mm -hmm. you and me, maybe you and B Dollar can use this here. You know, uh, she told us about that, um, that grant that they was giving out for the theater yeah, program yeah, yeah, and yeah. stuff like right. that. She's the one that gave us the information. All so right. I was like, yo, she was like, I don't know if you can use it, but here it is. Right. Research it. I was like, um, right now we're not in a position to use it, but thank you, because mm -hmm. now we know later on to check on that, that somewhere later on down the line, right. we can go in there and do some research. So again, shout out Ms. Brown, because she always has our back. Dope. Um, 
when it comes to guidance counselors you can tell she's gonna be one of those people that the kids remember for life mm -hmm, that's important one of those people that be like yeah i remember miss brown said xyz one two three so it's always something about the miss brown you know <laughs> so I, I i can honestly say it's a privilege and an honor because i get to hang out with her sometimes and mm -hmm. watch what she does and stuff and i get to ask her questions like yo so i got these kids in my program they're you know middle school kids uh how do i handle this situation how do i approach this and she's like yo boom i got you Dope. here goes this here goes that if you need anything let me know she um she even let me know that later on down the line if we ever need her assistance if we ever need anything mm -hmm. you know, she'll be more than willing to come down and um help us out with the kids and stuff oh yeah oh yeah um, we need that i'm gonna put on blast right now though hope something I, good you know yeah i'm gonna put on okay, blast okay, right okay. now um i was about to say if it wasn't i ain't got no part of this brand <laughs> this is a, a personal invite for you to come up here to respect the journey podcast oh yeah absolutely and we just want you to come up here and talk about what you do what inspired you for uh why you do what you do and uh we just want to give you your roses up here because I see what you do every day within that school building with the kids. Dope. And it's amazing. Like, Dope. she be really be out there, just puts on a little cape with the S on the back. Mm -hmm. Like, literally, she be like, I'm a super counselor. And just going out there having fun, making kids feel Dope. good about themselves. Yeah, now, nah, definitely definitely extend that. We can get look, yeah. we can set that up sooner than later. Because um, I definitely would want to vibe with that conversation. Gotcha. Because um, as we know, coming up through school, the biggest thing was always either you got you know a cool teacher that you just vibe with like that yeah. or, or the counselor and so and it'd be funny because you know as i'm in this school right now and i you know i talk to the people and i tell them like my experience with elementary school is the total opposite of what you guys do mm -hmm. so i get so happy like because you know they always ask me like why are you so happy like because you don't get to understand i see the way you teach these kids i see the way you interact with these kids i see the way you talk to these kids i see that the majority of the staff if not all of them because i'm not around all of them all the time they really love the kids mm -hmm. they really love what they doing so it's passionate right you know you know growing up in the city our teacher said some some mean things not some nice things when mm -hmm. i was growing up um look i done had uh child welfare services sent to my house um calling me a nuisance and, 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 yeah. and a misfit out here in society which i was nowhere near that so so these teachers <laughs> show a lot of love and a lot of care so that's why i'm always in that building smiling because you know they show the mm -hmm. kids who look like me when i was little all the love and care that they deserve and right. stuff. so i'm like ah yeah y'all good Y'all good money. That's what's up. Shout out to Miss Brown. Word. Shout out Miss Cole again. And I, is, do I got it right, Miss Cole? Or because she just got married. She got married. So Miss Hicks. Miss Hicks. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She she still accepts Miss Cole because okay, okay. she understands. But I make it my business to get it right, so I call her Miss Hicks. All right, Miss Hicks. I'm sorry. Yes. Apologies on my on my behalf. Miss Cole is no more. Right. In that in that element, it's Miss Hicks. So shout out right. to Miss Hicks as well. Shout out them too. They uh. They really uh they hold the floor down. And shout out to my other silent assassins who be holding me down in right. that school, man. Y'all, you guys are a wonderful bunch. Right. Um, real quick, right? One of the biggest things um that we get to celebrate right now. We might as well throw it out there. Yeah, I know we mentioned it last week. Toss but it up again. You got some papers in the mail the other day. Yeah. So before we touch exactly what that means. Any merch y'all see us rocking on the show, respect the journey. Obviously, you got Model Citizen, um, RTJ the brand yes. on Instagram. That will have pictures, information, anything regarding the merch, anything regarding the radio station here, or what we do at the show in particular. Um, just anything with the brand, like have. anything RTJ brand related. And listen, it'll be there. Follow that right now. Jump on this train before it start moving too RTJ fast. RTJ the brand is a big movement, man. Yes. I'm telling you, y'all better get down before yes. you get left. Now the biggest thing, the Talk biggest thing. It. Shout out to our sis Jazz. Okay, right. Biggest thing was always make sure your paperwork is official. Is official, right? Mm. And you're not just talking. 
Talking because it sounds good. Look, look, look. Excuse my friends that you're not just talking shit without the paper. Exactly. All right? Um, so, RTJ the brand is an official LLC. All right? So, we are incorporated in these streets. We outside. So, with that being said, you know we need brand ambassadors. Yes, sir. We need... We need models. Yes, sir. Okay? We need just some dope people. We dope need people. people out there who are outside. If you think that's you, if you think you got the personality, if you think that you can go viral, if you think that you can make it pop, make it happen, if you live that life, if you're down with respect the journey, and you know journey stands for joining, joining others, others under, under righteousness, righteousness, nobility, and equality. So if that's your lifestyle, if that's your vibe, listen, you can come get down with us, all right? Also... We need people to help volunteer with us with the, with the mentoring program. The nonprofit, y'all. We are official. Like you heard my brother say, we are official toilet tissue on both ends of the spectrum, okay? You're looking at some true entrepreneurs right here, right? We can show you the tax ID numbers, okay? Facts. So that means if you are in school, I'm shouting out the students right now. I'm talking to you guys, my college students. If you guys out there and you need an internship, come holler at us. We got you. You got to do a little bit of work, but it's going to be work in the field, so it's not really work. And, it's something and, that you love. I'm about to say, it's, it's, it's not even work when you love to do what you do. Exactly. You're giving back. You're building up the future, and we're doing something great so out here. So if you're a photographer, if you're a videographer, if you just got a dope vibe and your life is just ill, you know what I'm saying? If you match what we got going on up here, holler at us at our email, man, at respectthejourney at, at gmail.com. Definitely, y'all. Okay? Just know at the end of the day, get touching back on us with the um, with the brand ambassadors, all right? We want motivated individuals, okay? You want those understanding that this is a startup, right? And there is a point where we have to start and ultimately where we want to go, but it does take a journey to get there, okay? So understand that. But when you're rocking this name on us, remember, you are representing what this word stands for we don't tolerate nothing less than respect if we give it we should have that same in return word. you give what you get but when you walk around wearing what we wearing on our chest on our hats on our pants whatever wherever it goes to sneakers one day whatever the case is just know you are demanding your respect right right and you're gonna move accordingly to earn that respect as well because that's the biggest thing you're not just giving it just because um you know I, I, i'm i'm nathan nah. that woke up this morning now nah. nope. you gotta walk the walk if you're going to talk the talk. So if you want that respect, you demand that respect. You should be moving accordingly so that you can get that respect. And that's what we're about right here. Word. Everything you see us do, respect in front of it. Whether it's the CEO of the company. Hi. Hey. <laughs> or the janitor that's going to be cleaning our building one day. Hey. Hi. So uh, just know. <laughs> that's still we, us. We like... look at everybody across the board the same way. Because at the end of the day, same work we doing up top in that high office is the same way we're going to do down here. We see paper on the ground, we're going to pick it up. We're not too good for that. So don't think you better than anybody, and that's what we push. We are all the same. If we all walk accordingly, one straight line, we will get there a lot faster than us all out here acting crazy. Listen, we, we live by the true definition of leadership which means that we take care of people. Leaders always eat last, okay? And over here at Respect the Journey, we eat, but we make sure we feed everybody first. We make sure our clan is taken care of before we sit back and we look around and say, okay, cool, it's time for us to sit down for a second. And it's usually, we don't eat at the same time. One Fact. of us is standing up on point, the other one sits down, you know what I'm saying? We rotate, Fact. all right? It's a team, it's you a go family. Ahead. You go enjoy that, I got that. Just yeah. let me know when you're done, and we switch out. We don't sit 
at a rectangle at the table. We sit at a round table, okay? It's open for a discussion. It's a family movement. So understand, when you come over here with Respect the Journey, you do have a voice. You will be heard. You Indeed. will be respected. I can't sit here and say the brand's name is Respect the Journey, and then you come here and we don't show you respect. Right. It's a two-way street. And understand that we have other projects, many other projects that we are just now speaking about right mm. now, but they are tapped in, on deck, almost ready to go, okay? So... Our brand ambassadors, our videographers, our photographers, our interns. Y'all will be the ones first in line to get off of these positions Everything. and stuff like that if you want it. And we know you moving righteous with us. It's yours, family. Just hit us up. That's all. You got you got you got the email. Wow. Um as far as the show right here before we really get into it, take these numbers down so y'all know where to hit us at. For myself, 336-405-3877. Or 336-929-3277. Once again, 336-405-3877 or 336-929-3227. Um, that'll be the hotline right now to call in on the show uh, for shout outs um, to get involved in the topic Word. of the day, which is going to come up in just a second. Or just if you got a dope story to tell right now, that is the line to hit. So please hit that. And you know what? I'm going to do this right now, my brother. Talk about and, it. And, and bounce behind me if you stand with it. What I'm going to do right now, and this is not for people that's really always been following us because we know who you are, the supporters that's really been riding And we us. love you and we, we, we thank Abs you so absolutely. much. Absolutely. But I'm going to give some new ears a chance at this and some people that normally don't tap in and don't really put the work in with us with the support. But I'm going to give you an opportunity right now. So at one of those numbers, you call that right now. If you can call us up and recite to us what Journey stands for. We will get you a t-shirt. Easy. Matter of fact, if you could tell us what Journey stands for, not only will we get you a t-shirt, I'm throwing in a hat. Mmm. Mmm. So nice, I want you to be fresh. Nice, I want to give you the whole set. Nice you know little I mean? hat and t-shirt fit right now. You call us up at one of those numbers right now. Let us know what Journey stands for. We will get your size and we'll get you right. We'll lace you, family. Thanks. And also keep in mind, we don't want to uh, miss this. Please, please, if you're on Facebook, mm. go follow the uh, group page mm. at Respected Journey on 105.1 Live. Mm. Real big. Okay. Real big. Actually, how could I forget this as well? Talk about it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank everybody you. Everybody tuning in. Yes. Everybody that, that is listening on the website, 1051live.com. Or everybody that's listening to whatever digital platform you use on your on your mobile devices to tune in with us. I want to send a shout out to everybody within the last 24 hours, I guess we can say. Yep. We put up another call to action, a, a donation, um, a, a fundraiser, and we got some dope responses. Yo, looking at the fact that what we asked for. It was as simple as, yo, all we're asking for is a dollar. That's it. And people was coming out the woodworks and, and, and blessing more than a dollar. Listen, right? I'm gonna let you know you're gonna make a dream come true for a couple of for a couple of dope kids. Okay? Absolutely. Now there was a couple of ways you could have did it. Right. You could donate to the Cash App, the official Respected Journey Cash App. Some have um, access to PayPal where they wish they where they wanted to send it to me directly. Okay. Um, or you have the GoFundMe account that's up as well. So you have different forms of way to donate to us if you wish. Um, we was getting activity in all three platforms last night. Yo, getting busy. And yeah. you know, it's funny when you hit me up and you told me the total amount of donations we received, mm. I went to the GoFundMe account. I'm like, yo, B Dollar can't count. I don't even know what he talking about. We ain't got that. But mm. you know what? He must be wishful thinking. God is good. Mm. So I'm going to touch and agree with him and say amen mm. and keep going. But I know that's not there. 
then I realized certain people were sending to, to other, other ways. places and right. stuff like that. So then I was like, oh, wait, I forgot. There's three ways yeah. you can send it, and they all the way tapped in. Mm -hmm. So, again, thank you, family. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yo, like, funny as one, even know. <laughs> shout out to the bro, David. Right? Yes. Because we know yes. the post was a long post. <laughs> but we just want to make sure we give y'all enough details to know what's going on and where your money is going. Yes. But knowing my brother, right, his words exactly. Yeah. I'm not reading all that. I'm just going to donate. I don't even Word. know what I donated to, but here you go. I don't even know what I'm donating, <laughs> but I know who I'm giving it to. Exactly. And I know how y'all move. Right. So you know what here, family. Y'all so, righteous. So that made me laugh, but, you know, that just that just uh, just confirmed me, you know, the selflessness that I know people have out there in your heart. Yes. And that's all it takes is an act of kindness and selflessness. It's uh, realizing the bigger picture is bigger than you and Word. what you're actually helping facilitate and help push forward. That was one of those moments right there. And he didn't send a little chump change either. He sent a nice little donation. So um, shout out to my brother David for that. Word, man. Um, that was very... Uh, that was fire. That was loving. That, that was caring, man. I appreciate fire. that. Um, so before we go on to our, our first break, because I know you're tired of hearing us talking right now, or maybe you're not, whatever the case is. I mean, I don't think, though. They tapped in. They, they, love, they in. love the they vibes, love man. They love the again. energy, man. Salute. <laughs> um, Y'all already know how we do at the beginning of the show. We all love, love this segment called Giving Roses, where we always like to shout out individuals that are doing impactful things in the world, whether they're known or unknown. Um, we want to be tapped into the things that they've contributed to this world, to this beautiful world, um, in the midst of all the turmoil, we're still trying to find some beauty in it. And we try to highlight individuals that you don't normally hear about, but it's okay if it's someone that we do hear about. Um, we just want to give them their roses and give them a shout out, showing love and saying thank you for what you've done, for your contribution, again, for your selflessness out here in the world. We just want you to be remembered. Or we just want people to take note to what you've been doing so that they can follow along going forward. Yes. Um, so if you got yours ready, we can ready to go, or I can um, kick it off however you want to do it. Yeah, I'm ready, but um, you know the energy, the vibe has shifted a little bit for me, and you mm -hmm. know we uh, have total transparency. So I'm gonna tell you guys who I was gonna talk about. Mm -hmm. So I want you guys to go look him up, okay? And this is what I'm gonna do for anybody listening right now on the airwaves. Again, you need to go follow us at uh, at our group page on Facebook at Respect the Journey on 105.1 Live. You can hit us up at our um, email at Respect the Journey at Gmail. So I'm going to tell you right now, I was going to tell you guys about August Wilson, born April 27th, 1945, um, transition October 2nd, 2005, mm. okay? That's it. That's all I'm going to tell you. Mm. Now, if anybody can come back and give me the most facts about this gentleman give right me, here. Give me that name again. His name is August Wilson, mm -hmm. born April 27th, 1945. He transcended October 2nd, 2005, okay? I'm going to do the work, too. If anybody can come back and tell me about this young gentleman right here, yo, we got another, We got it getting cold outside. It's hoodie season. Ooh. I got a crew neck for you. Mm, you know what? I got a scully for you. Mm, we giving out fits, family. Mm. What's up? Tap in. But um, my heart has been moved, and I'm going to give roses to everybody who donated, okay? Because as we just started talking about it, it moved me in my spirit real mm -hmm. fast. I was like, Damn. Talk to it. Talk to it when the spirit talk. You know, I was like, yo, these people, we put up the post real fast. We took that time out. You know, when I say real fast, I mean, we just put it up there. Mm -hmm. I didn't expect traction to come that quickly. Right. So we put it up there. Of course, you know, Mama Dollar, like always expected, mm -hmm. tapped in real fast. Yo, I got mine. I sent mine. Good. We good. Mama Dollar, thank you so much. Always. What's understood doesn't have to be explained. We knew that's what you was going to do because mm. you believe in us. You believe in what we're doing. And you believe in the kids that we are helping out, that we're mentoring. Talk about it. All right. But 
to all of my friends, to all of to all of the people, the random strangers, to the ones who shared the post, to the ones who actually donated. And I will say this: one thing I've noticed, it's a theme, it's a reoccurring theme. Every time we put that post up, the ones who send money, the ones who donate. So that says a lot about your heart. Word. That's that's something I did like, I point out as well. Like some of these people that's donating are yo, people that's donated already. Already. And they're doing it again. They repeat like I like to see you use the term repeat offenders mm-hmm. in a good way. So that means you guys truly, truly care about these kids. You guys have never met these kids. You mm. guys have never physically seen these kids in, in real life. The only time you see them is on the Matrix. When we're on the internet and we post a video, right. you see just maybe a minute of what we get to do with these kids. So you really don't get to understand the impact that we have right. you know, on their lives. You don't get to hear that when they call us up that every time... It's normal now for these kids to get off the phone with me and coach because that's what, you know, when they talk to us, that's who we are. You know, they say, I love you. Now, I don't understand. I don't think people understand the fact that we have 13, 14 year old boys, you know, full of testosterone, chest Mm -hmm. out, breaking it down like, I love you, coach. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. they know they're secure in who, them, in who they are to be able to say that, to express that and, without feeling any type of way. And here's one, too. Right? There's a couple of them that have siblings that have younger sisters, older sisters, maybe the same age. Shout out to young Chase. Um, his cousin Aubrey came to me one day and she sees how we operate with the boys. And she's always asking, hey, can I join the team? Can I join the team? And, you know, it's predominantly a, a, a bunch of boys. And so we have two, yes. two girls on the team. Um... But in some cases, some parents may look at that like, nah, that's the boys. Let the boys do the boys things. We got to find something for you. So you can see she really wanted to be a part of it, but also looking like, yeah, but there's a lot of boys, so maybe I don't fit in that realm. But she came to me one day and she said, yeah, we should definitely get, you know, Miss T, my wife, shout out to T. Um, we should have Miss T get us so we could do something with the girls and, you know, have a group for the girls now, right? But not even so much of seeing that it's just the boys having something to do. It's, she sees how we move with them right. and how we care. The and it's imp- like, yeah, impact- I, want, I want that too. Even though we'll give that you know, right. to the ladies too, but it's different for how we're going to facilitate with the boys opposed to how a, a woman will come in with- and facilitate yes. that with the girls. Um, so that just that just rang, reminded me of that when you were saying that as well. She um, sees that we care for her little brother, right. for her older brother, and she wants that like, yo, they actually care. I want, I want somebody to I care want, about me I want me that like too, that. right. You know, not saying that her parents. Don't yeah, yeah, yeah. Like don't, that. yeah we, don't. We, what we're trying to say is that yeah, don't, we see an outsider. Don't, we see don't, an, don't we social see media some, us right now. We see somebody. <laughs> we see somebody in the community. Somebody else mm-hmm. that cares. Right. You know, we see somebody that actually goes out their way for my brother. I want that same feeling. Right. You know, I see how happy my brother is when he comes back from the team, or when he says, "I'm going to hang out with the team." Right. So again, all of that takes place because of your donations. So. Everybody who comes out there who contribute, who gives it up like that, thank you so much. Like, we truly, truly, you don't know how much mm. it means to us. Mm. Like, when those donations coming in, like, me and B Dollar texting each other, like, yo, fam. Yo, and it's yo, every, like, it's every yo. second or second. Like, it don't matter. Like, shout out, to, shout out to your, to your, to your friend. I'm going to put it out there right now. And I'm, I'm pretty sure, again, people donate without wanting recognition. Right. But she threw $200 to us, right? And the same excitement we have for the $200. We have the same excitement for somebody that just sends a dollar. A dollar. It don't matter. Just the simple fact that you took time out to even read it, say something, Mm -hmm. and be like, yo, yo, I know what they doing. They the real deal, Holyfield. And I support it. I support what they doing because y'all realize it's not about us. We ain't doing it for ourselves. Mm. We doing it for the ones behind us, okay? And here's, here's real quick, not to cut in the middle. 
Talk about it. But I'm gonna do. I'm. I'm. And I, again, sorry if y'all don't want it out there, but I'm. Gonna, I'm gonna shout y'all out right now. Talk about now, it. I'm not gonna put. You know how much? I just want to shout your name. April Bostic, Carrie Solomon, Janae Miller, Corey Allen, David Herbert, Serena Laws, Jasmine Gill, Kim Jones, Alexis Mack, Tiara Smith. That's my wife. Oh, Brian Smith. That's me. I donated to my own as well. And also, Malika Williams and countless time model citizen Jay here has donated as well. Right now, those were just the, the, the few people in the last 24 hours. I want to shout all of y'all out for those acts of kindness. Um, thank, thank you, you thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you. So, these roses are for you, baby. Those are yours, man. Put them in your garden, plant them, let them grow. When it gets big enough, mm -hmm. man, and you get a whole garden, make sure you take one out your garden and give it to somebody else. They can put it in their garden. So, everyone, each one, teach one. Mm -hmm. We all become scholars. And that, and that was that was y'all roses, right? But then, you know we got to come with, with, with a bunch of bouquets, two in my arm, two in yours, and a special you know. delivery. Shout out to Mama Dollar. Yes. Right? Who was the fire starter behind, you know, that last push. You know, for us to really uh, get some traction out there and get the voice to the people. Um, I want to shout out to you for your yes. support, for being the first donation that came through um, to really get things started for us. To not only talk about, hey, y'all need to do this, make sure you do it one more time, mm -hmm. but put the battery in our back and then put the gas in the battery to make sure that we can keep on going. And said, I ain't got no license, but I'm on drive. Exactly. So shout out Mama Dollar as usual. Y'all already know she pops here and there. Throughout the show, and then with, bangs on with us. some tidbits, and then bangs it on us like we strangers. <laughs> but it's so good. We love you, Mama Dollar. But uh, shout out to y'all, man, for real. Word. Absolutely. Um, so just to keep the spirit rolling, real because I won't take up too much time. The individual that I chose was just something that kind of dawned on me last night. As I explained to you, last night was one of those long nights. Um, look, right on, right on cue. Right on cue. Mama Dollar. Mama Dollar in the building. Hold on, with let me the, get you mic'd up. With the tap in. There, there you go. You live. I'm live. You live. You live, baby. Baby, I'm live. <laughs> and drunk, apparently. <laughs> I, I'm, just call, I'm just calling in to let the, the people in the, on the internet, via phone, that I'm going to be on Unapology Black today because I've got something to say uh -oh. and get off my chest. Uh -oh. I'm just giving everybody a heads up. Talk about it. Uh-oh. Later. <laughs> later. Y'all going to listen, look, family. Look, she, she, look, good enough. She gave us a later today. So she yeah. gave us a one. Listen, y'all better be ready. When uh, we do boy, unapologetically I, black, I might, look, tap I might, in. I might have to give up my seat today for that. Uh, listen, she can have my seat for that <laughs> one. <laughs> uh, but real quick, this dawned on me last night. It was one of those long nights. Um, Got a very eventful weekend that's coming up. Um, so we have, you know, the the, 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 the charity event that we're going to yes. do on Saturday. Uh, and then we have the unfortunateness of um, the funeral service um, this Sunday for the gentleman we spoke about last week mm -hmm. um, that passed away, one of my ex-employees. So we've been trying to kind of wrap our brains around that, um, transitioning from something that's really uplifting to right. something a little bit more somber, even though we're going to try to celebrate, you know. You Cele know celebrate his life. Exactly. Um, so it was one of those nights where I'm just watching, you know, you know, doing work that we normally do every night. Um, I found myself having Nick Cannon's Wildin' Out on TV, um, followed up by Martin. That's an old classic Martin's. Never steal okay. you wrong. Um, but it was something that kind of dawned on me watching Wildin' Out. And through history, a lot of people has had their feelings on what they think about Nick Cannon. You know, you know how he is as an individual, as a musical artist, as an actor, as a businessman, whatever the case is, right? Right. But I'm watching the people that he actually has on stage during Wildin' Out. And you look at some of these said individuals and you're like, 
I honestly remember this was honestly the beginning start of some of the biggest names in the comedy world's career or acting, right? Which kind of makes you look back and go, yo, Nick Cannon has actually put on a lot of people. Yeah, he gave a right? lot of people the opportunity to shine. And it goes back and I start watching, you know, some old interviews of him and things he's done where he's just speaking about Incredible, his company, um, and then everything that he has, has done and everything that he's doing. And I just wanted to give him a shout out for the selflessness that I see that he does because he honestly, like I said, does put a lot of people on. And gives a, a lot of people their big break and just a chance to go, I'm going to put this out here, hit or miss, let's see what happens. And a lot of times, a lot of people that he's put on has 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 hit. Um, so I wanted to shout out Nick Cannon real quick. So for those that don't know, Nicholas Scott Cannon, born October 8th, 1980, is an American comedian, singer, rapper, instrumentalist, television presenter, and actor. Um... He started on television as Cannon began as a teenager on All That, uh, which was on Nickelodeon, um, before going on to host the Nick Cannon Show, Wildin' Out, America's Got Talent, Lip Sync Battle, Shorties, and The Masked Singer. He acted in films Drumline, Love Don't Cost a Thing, and Roll Bounce. Um, he was a rapper. He released a debut, a debut self-titled album in 2003 with the single Gigolo. Um, collaboration. I'm a Gigolo. Not a big fan. Everybody's not a big fan right now. He did the Gigolo record with R. Kelly. <laughs> Um, and in 2007, he played the role of a fictional football player, T.J. Harper, in the film Goal 2, Living the Dream. And in 2006, Cannon recorded other singles like Dying Peace, My Wife, um, for the planned album Stages, which was it was never released. Um, also, the biggest thing, everybody knows him for being married to Mariah Carey, um, which unfortunately, that marriage didn't last too long. But they got some, they got a set of twins. Oh, yeah, you know. a set of twins. Um, beautiful baby. And he seems to always just be the butt of everybody's jokes when it comes to Mariah Carey. But nonetheless, yeah, a very, very, very highly, highly successful, talented, and uh, quite frankly, a, a wealthy young a, a young gentleman out here in the world um, that's contributed a lot of things that a lot of people who, unless you do your real research, would not even know that he's a part of, owner of, or whatever the case is. Um, if you had anyone that you wanted to model your business acumen after, I would definitely put Nick Cannon in that list um, of predominant businessmen out here. And the fact that he's a black man at the end of that. Um, getting, getting that check. I could probably pinpoint one blemish um, that I could put on him, which probably was probably one of the biggest things he's ever experienced in his career um, altogether when he had that statement that he made on his podcast. Um I don't yeah. want to repeat, you know, just to stir up, you know, flames all over again. But then he came out and backtracked. And the only thing I had to say for that was stand your ground. If that's what you believe, stand on what you say. Um, but I get it. He's dealing with a different yeah. type of check. So I get it. <laughs> his, his, bag, his bag is a little yeah, bit different. Yeah, bag a little different. A little different. I'm sorry it's going to come out a little quicker than expected. But, um, but yeah, my rose is right now for Nick Candyman. Keep doing what you're doing, my brother. Giving people opportunities um, to live their dreams to get startups um and, and really see them propel and support them in, in what they want to do man just being that platform for them so i salute you my brother here's your bouquet of roses while you still alive and kicking um yes. and here's to more success my brother much more success much more health much more wealth keep making them beautiful black babies right not too many hey, hey we gotta populate look, the earth you can man. afford them so you so can so afford good. them and make them black babies so good um, so what we're going to do, we're going to jump into a quick music break and then we're going to come back and have our brother, Model Citizen Jay, let us know what the topic of the day is going to be today. Um, another good discussion to have, um, another hopeful, a helpful piece for, for people 
that may be struggling with this kind of situation and kind of see where we can step in and give you a little bit of words of encouragement um, that's, that's to keep support, moving. Some guidance. Right. But you already know what it is. You rocking with the best. Respect the journey in the building. DJ B. Dollar. One and only model citizen J. And we'll be right back after this music break. You're now tuned in to 105 Live. Hip hop and RB lives right, 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 right here. From the heart of New York to the streets of the borough, it's Respect the Church. With DJ B. Dollar and Model Citizen J on 105.1 Live. One hundred five one live is your boy DJ B Dollar and the one and only model citizen J and you're rocking with respect, respect the journey. So, just real quick tidbit: if y'all didn't notice what the common theme was just now from the first three musical selections, in lieu of the versus battle that has been taking place over the last few months, and after the one that just took place this Tuesday, which was Fat Joe versus Ja Rule. Yes. Um. We took the task on creating a little version of Versus Ourselves. Now, don't forget, we still have the R&B battle that's going to yeah. go on live. Real, real soon. Real soon now, because we, we was working out some kinks. The other day, we was playing around with the loudest to see how it will work. So yep. we, we got how that's going to go. So, so just stay tuned for when we give you that announcement. But here on the show, we said, let's have a little fun right now. We're going to pick two artists, right? right? I'll take one. Model Citizen J will take the other. We choose a list of songs, and that's what we'll play, and you'll hear back to back to back. You'll notice the common theme, one artist, different artist, same artist, different yep. artist, like that. Um, so today, um, we went R&B. I had Chris Brown. I have, I got Usher. Okay. So if y'all heard the first three songs right there, you saw Usher leading us off, followed by Chris, and then back with Usher. And I just want to say right now, this is a biased competition, Okay. <laughs> B Dollar kind of kind of <laughs> cheated a little Look. bit on this one. All I hear is like, "Yo, we doing verses. We gonna do a verses, such and such." I got Chris Brown. Who you getting? I'm like, "Wow, Look. really? Look, this now, what we doing?" Now look, I'm like, "Yo, there's only like three people in the world that you could go against C uh, uh, Breezy with. It's not fair, you know what I'm saying?" So I was like, "You know what? Since you want to pick C Breezy, I'm gonna have to go get Big Bro. You know what I'm saying?" I had to go to the generation that the generation before him, the era just before his, and I'm gonna have to go get get my man Usher real fast. Okay. Now, now the crazy thing is, I've had this conversation a lot, you know, ever since verses started, and be like, who do you, who would you be interested in, in having? Right. This is actually one of them that's on my list. I said Chris Brown and Usher because there's so many there's similarities. So similarities, right? Bro. Um. Now I'm gonna tell you right now, even though you may say it was unfair. Right. I think there's a list of hits that you could have chose from that can hang with Breezy. Oh, no, there definitely was, but... Come in, we're we pulling Usher and we're making him wake up. Right. You know, there's some hits he got oh, no, no, that no. can hang. That's why I said I had to get Usher. Oh, yeah. Because at, he's the only yeah, one. At, at this point, there's no cap on what era, yeah. who the artist is. Like, who do you think like, could headline with the God C Breezy? And honestly, and you have to go... I got to go with you gotta Usher. You got to go Usher. Uh, you know, other than that... Because, you know, C. Breezy, in my opinion, is on his way to icon status. He's mm -hmm. going to be up there with the elites. He's going to be up there with the Prince. Mm -hmm. He's going to be up there with the MJs. He's going to be up there with the Because I was about to say, you could have even went that far. So I you didn't want to do that. MJ. I didn't want to do that because <laughs> you know why? 
the only person I could go against MJ is Prince. Mm. And then at the end of the day, it's a tie between those two legends. Mm. Like those are, they're, they're Mount Rushmore. Mm. At that point between MJ and Prince, you just got to, it's personal preference. Mm. It depends on who you're feeling that I day. Think, I think one day I want to play around with it and do like a, like a March Madness type grid, right? And it could only be the iconic superstar. So icons? we're not going... Just so it's like headline of star, like it gotta so it's be like Aretha versus Whitney. Aretha, the Whitney's, the MJ's, the Prince. Mm. As much as y'all don't want to agree with it, the Arkells. There's uh, there's not many so people that can be on the this legends list. Legends of the legends. Legends of the legends. Do we include bands like the Osley Brothers? Legends of the legends because we, we battling hits for hits. So it's just who's got the biggest hit out of all of them, and kind of see who would vote what. Al, Al Green, Teddy P. That's what I'm saying. It don't even have to matter what era. If they're if they're gonna be considered an icon or okay. are an icon. This, if their song is big enough, it go it it'll go in the pool and then see who's the all time reigning hit. Listen, I'm gonna put it up, I'm gonna put it out crazy. there right now. Michael Jackson, you going Mike? MJ, can't nobody Yo, see Michael? Crazy Listen. enough, we talking hits. I'm I, I, I'm signing with Kels. Yo, all I want to say is that they don't I, really care. Mike was in the Brazil rocking. I mean, he was. He was jamming. Like, but remember when we, when we're talking about and, and Fat Joe pressed on it, it was funny because they had an incident during the show. Where um, Ja Rule did his uh, feature with Hove, right? Okay. And Fat Joe got at him and said, how you playing a Hove track, even though you're on it, how you playing a Hove track to help you? He said, I wrote it, though. So even though Hove spit it, I wrote the verse, so it's my record, mm. right? So I don't think a lot of people understand that with verses, even though we are looking at the artists, it's anything they've touched, produced, engineered, oh. Don't get me wrong. Got on the I track, know, whatever. I don't think I. I think I Kels know, is in. I, I know is, Kels is pen. Else. I know Kels pen is crazy. Mm -hmm. Like a lot and of And for a lot of know, people, a lot of people don't know he wrote for a lot of a lot people, of your favorite okay? artists. He made a lot of your favorite artists Come go on, platinum. Even though it didn't album. work out, he's on right? tour with Hov. But I'm be honest with you, man. The, the final two is gonna be in between Prince and Michael. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you that raspberry come, come on man this and is it, Prince I know but I mean but the crazy thing is when doves cry what, what, who's knocking out when doves cry come on you hear that all that guitar son it the is I mean it's, it's, a, it's a lot of, it's, I mean I know this conversation would be subjective to come a lot on. of people um cause that some people won't even put Prince Beat in in, in, a, in something like this cause they're like that's just an aura in itself like, like you, you know can't you even do dope. that I when said, you just, when you just like drop your name, yo, you're a symbol. Because I was like, yo, it would have to be R. Kelly versus Pi Piper. <laughs> like some some weird shit like that. <laughs> it couldn't even be him against somebody else. It got to be him against itself. <laughs> now, you know what it is? It had to be, if we if you put R. Kelly in a versus, you see, R. Kelly's from that the generation. You got to pick somebody before him, before his time. Mm. Oh, yeah. Nah, he'll, ah, knock, he'll knock Dave Hoffman down Dave. the box. Yeah, now nah, I don't even know. If like, I could put that, like any, Dave, Dave got any, hits, but he ain't messing with You're going to have to go get Teddy he ain't P. Mess with Kel. Nah, Not he knocks Joe. Joe out the box. Like, because look, because yeah. again, because again, Matter remember, fact, we're R discussing R the artist himself. They came out at and the same then time. possibly work that he's done for other people. Dave oh, Hollister and Joe ain't on that level. The only person I like think Like, Kel can stop with, doing music. It, you know, obviously, he can't do much right, can't right, do now, right now. But let's say none of that ever happened, and he said, I'm not performing no more. He was still raking the dough from past and what he's writing for future. I'm gonna be real with you. Nothing that B2K's whole career. Wait, nothing <laughs> <was> that <laughs> nothing that Joe or Dave Hollister did can out nothing. can outdo. Nothing. I wish. Wanna wanna. I could put I could put him in there. I can I can, I can that, say Keith Sweat can hang see, with some tunes, but if if we're going see, if we're going twenty for twenty, 
I can go. Can you do Keep Sweat 20 without thinking? 20 tracks. 20 tracks without thinking about it. What the tracks are. So if I said name 20 Keep Sweat tracks right now, can you do it without having to think? Without doing the look around the room? I'll probably do five. Exactly. With Kels, I know you can name 10 right off the rip. Before we even get. Look, you can do 10 before we even get to to the question of the day. Yo, I'm just saying. Wait, that's the guy. If Wait, I said, if she's name, gonna do it, I'm doing the countdown. Look, 10, 9, right? 8, 7, 6, 4, 3, 2, 1. I ain't saying if you, if I said, yo, name me 10 R. Kelly tracks right now. At the same time, Miles Citizen J reads the topic of the day. I guarantee you would finish before he finished. R. Kelly. R. Kelly. Okay. You going? You going to test that there? Remember, your favorite player played in Chicago, so you better know. You better know these records. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now I'm about to read the topic of discussion real fast. We putting Melanie on blast, okay? Over here looking like Maxine from Living Single right now with her hair just did up. Check it out, check it out, check it out. I could tell, I could tell. Look, shout out, shout out to the dancer in the intro video. My mom knew her. Right. Um, In that video, the one that was doing the silhouette dancing in the back. She was a DJ. She was. She got. She the, was as well. Yeah. Her name though. We gonna we gonna look it up. Can anybody shout us out and give us that name? Well, real you know fast? my. You know. You know my. I know mom dude's gonna get it. <laughs> <Okay>. But <laughs> you you still on the clock, Mel? No, don't think. Don't get it okay. twisted, Joe. I'm not, I'm All right. This week's topic is: How did you handle knowing one of your dreams were not coming true? Mm. Give me them ten R. Kelly songs. Ready? Real fast. Go. Okay. Bump and grind. Uh-huh. Sex me one. Sex me two. Your body's calling. Uh, different when the light is on you. Yeah. Oh, she passed, y'all. She passed. But look, but look how quick you gave us four. So okay. if you didn't feel the pressure of us staring at you right now with that, you probably <laughs> would have been able to knock out ten. Okay. Look now. <laughs> Give me some Key Sweat songs. Okay. Um. Yeah. Exactly. Right. <laughs> exactly. R. Kelly won that uh, round. Any, no. No, so we already know who's on that bracket. <laughs> that <laughs> give me a chance. Listen, with R. Kelly, you just started naming stuff. When we said Key Sweat, you was like, uh, "That's because I'm over here cheesing." Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nah, we'll let you. We'll come back to that though. We'll come back to that. We'll okay. get back. We'll get back. Um, okay. But yeah, like we said, um, how did you handle knowing one of your dreams were not going to come true? So. You know, basically, we want to know, what was it when you were a kid or coming up that you say, you know what, this is what I'm going to be? And, you know, you, you started the pursuit to that, and then it things just didn't work out, and that wasn't in your cards. How did you handle the disappointment, if any? And then what was your course of action to kind of... And it doesn't have to be as your child, because some of us um, go to college and pursue a career in something, and, you know, you get a degree, and you say, hey, this is what I want to do. I dreamed about doing this my whole life. Right. I got a degree at it, and then the way life happens, you end up doing something else. Your career path ventures you off somewhere else. You might have a degree in liberal uh, in communication, and next you know, you're mm-hmm. doing something else with your right. life. And and, um, and and look, it don't mean like I said, it didn't have to it. be you know. Right. If there wasn't, it didn't have to be disappointment. It's just the fact that you said one thing and then it right. ended up being and something it, else. So how did you handle with that adversity, or knowing the fact that the realization of one of your one of your ideas or dreams were not coming true, and you had to alter the plan? Right. Um, I can honestly speak about my mom's on this situation. It was so crazy because I was talking to her today um, before I got here. 
And she was like, oh, so, what, you know, she asked me what the topic of discussion was. So I broke it down to her. And she was like, man, I really wish I could give you some input on that. But I've always knew what I was going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've always pursued it. And I was like, yeah, I know you always tell me you want to be a nurse, mom. You always became a nurse. She was like, yeah, I had some um, I had some speed bumps and some road bumps along the way. But I still achieved my ultimate goal. And I was like, well, Ma, that's just, that's a story in itself. Mm-hmm. You know, because you started off, you know, as a child. It was like, you always want to be a nurse. I want to be a nurse. Things changed. Things transitioned. You uh, decided you wanted to learn about computers. And you went to the computer field and the computer industry. Um, you did what you had to do. You eventually had um, three kids along the way. Um, throughout that course, I remember, I think I was... 10 or 11 and when I asked you mom what did you want to be when you grow up and you told me you didn't say what you wanted to be you told me what you're going to be and you mm, said I'm going to be a nurse difference. you know you've always told me I wanted to be a nurse I'm going to be a nurse I want to be a nurse I want to be a nurse you've never she never used the terminology I wanted to be or I had dreams of it was always I am becoming a nurse this is what I'm going to do this is who I am this is what I'm going to pursue and I can honestly say I was I was, I think I was 14, I think 13, between the ages of 13 and 15 when my mother made the decision to go back to nursing school, okay? So, she, yeah, I, I was uh, 14, she goes back to nursing school, and this is at the time where I'm a teenager, so you know, 13-year-old teenage Jamal is very outside in the streets, mm-hmm. and when I say outside in the streets, doesn't mean I was doing anything bad, I was just literally outside, all the time. Not doing anything wrong, but just outside. New York City in the 90s wasn't safe for Shout out Jazz outside. on the check-in. Shout out Jazz. We love you, sis. Um, so, you know, even through all of that hardship, you know what I'm saying, that difficulties, my mother still went to school at night, working mm-hmm. full-time to fulfill her dream to become a um, nurse. Now, after she became a nurse, you know, I think I was... I think she went in when I was 14, came out when I was 17, I mean 16. Mm-hmm. Um, she was a nurse. So she was a certified nurse at that point. <laughs> Again, in her, I want to say in her late 50s, maybe 60s, mm-hmm. she went back to school to get her nursing, uh, to get a degree in applied science. Mm. After she got her uh, associates, a few years later, my mother went back to get her bachelor's degree. Oh, grinding hard. You know what I'm saying? So I just, you know, that's how I guess she deals with failure. That's mm-hmm. how she did. It wasn't a failure to her. It was just plan A turned to plan B. Mm-hmm. Went to C, D, E, F, all and the way through the alphabet. Different course to get it. Different course how she had it. Right. So, you know, I can honestly say that's the route I take. Mm-hmm. I don't think of it as I failed. I think mm-hmm. of it as, okay, that is not the route. I have to figure out a new route to go achieve my goal. Right. Ultimately, of course, you know, growing up um, in, the, in the projects, you know, playing basketball. Your dream is to make it to the NBA. Want to be in the league, take care of moms, get mom dukes out of property. Right. I'm mean, out of poverty. I love this game. You know, bless my family and just play the game I love. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say I realized early I wasn't going to make that dream happen. One, because I wasn't a astute student. I wasn't heavily into the studies like that. I was mostly into basketball. I would legit cut school at John Bound to go to um, go to Queens College just to beat the college kids, mm. just to prove that I was that nice. Um, <clears throat> shout out to the shout out to my team that used to cut school with me just so we could play basketball. <laughs> um, we used to hustle a lot of people in um, in Queens College gym because mm. they thought we was high school kids, and I'm like, yo, trust me, we got the bag right. Right. Um, but of course, you know, after high school, you realize like, hey. I didn't do what I had to do to pursue my dream, but I still love basketball. 
one thing I've learned, one thing you can't take away is the knowledge that I acquired playing basketball. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, cool. I can't play in the league, but you know what? I can still get paid off of doing what I love, which is being around basketball. I can mm-hmm. become a coach. I can do certain things of that nature. Right. Yeah, didn't make the league. That's cool, but I'm still around basketball. What I truly loved, I wanted to make the league because I love basketball. Mm-hmm. I'm still around basketball. I'm still associated with basketball. Basketball is a part of my everyday life. Right. I'm successful. Mm. I'm still winning. Uh, I'm shout, out here. shout out to a quick comment in the room. Um, Jazz um, says, how I handled knowing one of my dreams weren't coming through was to simply analyze my true calling, analyze the people around me, and focus on the nows. I literally had to change my mindset. Um, so it's really just for her assessing, refocusing, what is it that I really want to do? Right. And then put the necessary moves in place to make that, make that happen. And we see how... You know, we see how she moving out here, um, doing a damn thing. So shout out to her on that. And and you know, it's a it's a good thing. Sometimes you you go through situations and what you want to do and where you want to be, mm. it's not where you're supposed to be. Mm. So That's you know, you may have to go through this because what you're learning now will help you on later on in life. Right. Because again, like further along that conversation with my mother, we was talking about. Um, how I used to volunteer at a nursing home in junior high school. Mm. And I was like, dang, Ma, you remember that? She was like, yeah. You know, I was like, yo, I really honestly thought I, I only did it because I, I thought I was cutting school. Mm. Like, in my mind, I'm cutting school, <laughs> but I'm doing a good thing. Mm. I don't mind going to the, you know. Look, Jesus knew my heart. You know what I'm saying? I don't mind going to the, uh, to the nursing home right. to talk, you know, to read and talk and to help people. And my mother was like, nah, it was the other way around. God had you thinking that you was cut in school, but he was really telling you your life plan. Cause mm. look at you now, look at what you do. He was just letting you know where you at, where, mm. your, where your talent is at, where your heart is at. And I was like, yeah, that's why you the moms and I'm the, <laughs> that's why you the teacher and I'm still the student, student mom, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that, that was dope right there. You know, how, you know, you can go through things in life and thinking that you're doing something for your benefit, mm. you know, but in reality, nah, it has a big, it serves a bigger purpose for the ultimate goal that you're gonna do later on in life. Right. You know, so never look at things as a disappointment, mm-hmm. as you have, as a failure. Take the lessons that you learn from whatever it is that uncomfortable moment, mm-hmm. and just keep on to the new to the new situation, right? And bring it there and learn from it, right? Um, yeah, I definitely think I can attest to that to that mindset as well, because it's like you as well. You know, growing up, seeing my idol Jordan on TV, that's what I want to do. Because right. um, my mom had me in everything, gymnastics. Uh, baseball, basketball, had a little stint in football, um, but don't be, uh, uh, you know, um, kind of caught off guard to to my body type now, because I was real skin and bones when I was younger, so my mom was always like, uh, yeah, I don't think he's going to be able to take a hit, so football might not be his thing, I don't care how fast he think he is, because when they, when they pile on him... When they do catch you, <laughs> right. hit you. So, um, so at that point, basketball became my first love. And then I turned out to actually be pretty good at it. Um, as anybody, if you've heard me speak about this a lot here on the show, school isn't one of my favorite things at all. Uh, I had a rough going through it with high school, didn't make the team, only because I quit mm. and not because I didn't, I wasn't good enough. So I think for me, it was more so the battle with the unknown. Had I done it this way, what would have happened? I even had offers to go to private schools during high school, and yeah, nah, I don't want to do that. Uh, again, what if I would have took that route? What would have happened? You know, so it was so much about fighting against my disappointment for not trying, 
more so than understanding it didn't pan out because I failed at it and it, and it was another course of action for me. Right. But again, like we speak about, who's to say that was the course and that was the lane for me? Like you speak of, we love basketball, yes. right? We love playing the game of basketball. We acquired a lot of knowledge from it. Now, does that mean we lose it now just because we're not on the court playing? No. And 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 we can put it now in terms of what we're doing now, coaching. Yep. You know what you've done for a while. You and look so crazy. I played for St. Anne's. You end up coaching at St. Anne's, Word. right? So crazy. Um, but now we're in in the role of now coaching youth, youth kids, teaching them the right way to play. We can turn around and get referee license and be referees on there that honestly do the same thing on the court. You know, because some of the greatest referees that we've known in neighborhood tournaments. They were actually bigger mentors than just being stripes on the court. Basically, you know, so the referees were, were like right. the big bros and stuff. Right. right. So there's other avenues as far as what we saw for ourselves as hoop dreams. It didn't necessarily mean just playing. Yeah, we see the glitz and glam, you know, all the stardom and all the recognition these players right. get. But there's a lot of people that does again. John Newman came here. He listed about forty people. You know, that put the battery in his and, back exactly. that guided him, that molded him, and stuff like that. Yes, yeah, so I think more so, um, like you said, like Jazz is saying, reassess and analyze. Really, like, is this what you want to do? And now, what are the other avenues that can still get you to that same destination? Yep. Just not with the with the small mindset and tunnel vision of this is the only way. Then I think that you know when people realize a certain particular dream is not going to come true, mm -hmm. or it's not going to come into fruition the way they want it. Look at other things that you can attach yourself to that are similar to that. Right. That may be attainable. Right. Okay. Because there's a lot of things out there. Like, let's per se, again, we love basketball. Mm -hmm. Okay. Granted, we realized at a certain point we wasn't going to make the NBA. Let's just say we decided to become a physical therapist. Mm -hmm. You're not still dealing with basketball. That's right. still understanding the body. And that's still and doing things. An important part. An important part of it. Part. Let's say you love basketball so much that, okay... Let's just say you, you did go, you do the right thing. You love basketball, you played in high school, you did what you had to do, you're able to play college basketball. Mm. Unfortunately, that's where your skill level stops at. Mm. You're not able we to- see, And we've seen that. We're not able to turn that corner. But that doesn't mean you stop right there pursuing your dream. Okay, mm -hmm. I can't play basketball, but you know what? I love basketball so much. While I was in school, shout out to the train. Like you just on overtime today. You you really shown a lot of love. Appreciate <laughs> it. Um, let's just say you love basketball so much, and you also have the gift of gab. So now you went to school for free for play basketball and stuff like that because mm -hmm. you got a scholarship, and now you have a degree in communication. Mm. So now let's just say you want to work in. You can work on television. You can work around the athletes. Now you're in production. You know you're on the production side of things, but you're still affiliated. You're still associated. You're still surrounded right. by what you love, by your passion. You may not be able to play per se on the NBA floor, mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean you don't have NBA friends now that you can't play with on their personal time. Right. You know, that doesn't mean you're totally taken away from the game or mm -hmm. from what you love that you still can't find joy and happiness. Look at me right now. Y'all allow me to step foot on the garden and I can just take a jump shot. Oh, in my mind, I played at the garden. Today. Yeah, listen. So. <laughs> I'll be real with you. I took um, I took my son to see the Harlem Globetrotters when they came to the Brooklyn Nets, mm -hmm. well, when they came to the arena up down there. Right. Um, Listen, before the game started, they had a, a meet the globe trotter session where you actually were on the NBA floor. Mm -hmm. They tried to when they were kicking everybody off the floor. I looked at the security guard. I said, "Yo, fam, can I just get a layup real fast? I don't think I'll ever be on the NBA floor again. Can I do it?" Mm -hmm. Yo, he looked to the left. He looked to the right and said, "Yo, go do your thing, B." Listen, when I say I did the Carl Malone layup mm -hmm. hand behind the head, real slow motion because I want to make. 
Because I wanted to make sure it went in because my son was looking. Uh, <laughs> Boy, that was the happiest moment of my life Look, right there. That's, that's what it's all about, man. So you in my mind, I, play, I played on the court. Look, we done played the whole 82 season. Exactly. And I was seconds. out there. I was out there, son. But, nah, um, that's fire. But I just wanted to read one comment from somebody right now yeah, who's actually... Who I appreciate so much because she's talking about something that she is currently facing mm. right now, um, today. Real quick before you read that, shout yes. out, shout out King in the Underground, my homie D Morris in the building on the check-in. Yeah, shout out family, we appreciate you tapping in. Um, I am Diamond Photog. Honestly, I'm dealing with this now, doing photography. As much as I enjoy mm -hmm. it, and I am truly passionate about it, the fact is, it just may not happen. And I'm dealing with it, but just staying hopeful. Mm. So right now she's waking up and she's saying, man, I don't know if this is going to mm. gonna um, uh, turn into something that I really wanted to turn into, how, how I see it. Right. Um, it just Shout may be a hobby. Diamond on that too. I know a little bit about her backstory. So. Yeah. yeah. So you know what, Diamond, we're going to say right now, sis, keep doing it. It, mm. it is going to pay off. Okay. It may not pay off in the sense of where you want it, but you have children who are watching you. They may see one or two things may happen, and I guarantee you one of these things will take place. Mm -hmm. They're going to see your drive. They're going to see your hunger. They're going to see your passion. And whatever they're passionate about, they will pursue. They will follow their dream. Mm -hmm. They're looking at their moms right now because it's like how I looked at my mom. I'm like, yo, my mom's is really like 50-something years old going back to school to get her degree. There's no way in the world I can't achieve anything I want to achieve. Right. Okay. If my mother can work two full-time jobs <laughs> and still go to school, find a way to go to school and get a degree. Listen, I can't let her outwork me. Mm -hmm. Nah, damn that. If she gave you the blueprint on what exactly. to do. Now I got to go out there and no, do it. No disrespect to all my queens out there, mm -hmm. but I was raised by the old school men, so I'm not going to let y'all outwork me. Mm. I was raised by the real McCoy. So if I see you working hard, I'm putting in double time. Because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, that's why I got these. In my mind, that's why I got these broad shoulders. I'm supposed to carry the bigger load for you. Okay? Right. So if I see my mom doing double time, I got to do triple time. Right, right. This is this is to put the battery in my back. So, Diamond, your kids is watching that. They see what you're doing. They're like, yo, my mom's is out here getting it. She's following her dream. So they're gonna pursue their dream and do what they want to do and, and fulfill what fulfill, fulfill what's in their heart. Mm -hmm. Secondly, if they see you, because I know you talk to your kids and you tell them what's in your heart and what you want to do and how you see your where you want to take your photography to. If you don't achieve that goal, your personal goal, you don't know your kids may pick up that torch like in the Olympics and keep running with it. So you don't know. You don't know what you're doing. Your success right now may be somebody else's success. So I'm going to tell you right now, keep going, keep grinding, keep taking those wonderful pictures. Mm. I personally love looking at it. Um, you are from the hometown. You are from the neighborhood. You are from you know, the community that I grew up in, the Bland Project. So I see you out there in the Bland taking pictures of the community. Right. It makes me feel like I'm back home. So, sis, thank you. I appreciate that. I know your children appreciate that. Mm. And the people that you actually take pictures of, they appreciate that as well. So just keep doing your thing, sis. Your dream is going to pan out one way or another. Just don't give up. Fire, uh, and then you know, and 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 this one stood out to me as well because then we talk about timing as well. Yeah, like we never really know when that moment is, when when our time on Earth is done, or when our opportunity on Earth, you know, is gonna commence. So, um, shout out to Jason Washington. He said, "I wanted to be a doctor. I'm about to go back to school for my doctoral degree." So he is another one that's in the educational field as well, um, saying, "I wanted to be a doctor." 
But then again, like we said, who is to say that your time isn't now when you made that right. decision, when you make that decision to ultimately go back to school and go get that paperwork to say you are a doctor now. Like that's one big thing that I need to also tell myself because um, there was one, one, one quote I started to live by. And because we never know the day or the hour when it's going to happen. Right. So I stopped saying, hey, you're too young or, you know, you're too old or whatever the case is. The only thing that's not guaranteed is time because we don't know when something's going to happen, right? Yes. But now the moment that you're in it, what are you doing with the time that you have? So if he goes, I'm going to go back. He goes, he's successful, he graduates. Second half of your life, third half of your third part of your life, whatever, whatever stage we are in now, now you are one of the biggest doctors in the world. Who's to say that can't happen later? So, you know... The point of this question also was to kind of see the mindset of people. Are you an individual that is ready to throw in a towel and quit? Or are you someone that's going to persevere and say, this wasn't the wall I was supposed to get over, but there's the one I'm about to just bust through it. Climbing yes. wasn't the move. I'm strong enough to break right through that mug, right? We're just trying to see what your mindset was and say, are you somebody that's going to quit or are you going to keep going? That was really the point of that yes. that question and because there's other ways to do it. And remember, this is a community-based um, program out here. We out here for you guys, okay? So any tips that you may have that helped you out, it may help somebody else out. Mm -hmm. We're here to network and fellowship, okay? We're we here to get out here to make sure that we all, each one teach one, and we all become scholars, right. okay? Again... It doesn't matter how you get over the wall, you get around it, you get underneath it, you go through it. The bottom line is you don't sit on and lean on it, mm -hmm. okay? And if you do have to sit down and catch a breath and, you know, regather yourself, it's okay. Just don't stop moving eventually. I about to say, because okay? here goes the thing about it. Just remember this. Even if you come to that wall, the walls don't move, but you can. Yep. You know, I always tell people there's a difference between standing still and doing nothing. Just because I'm standing still at the moment, I'm just gathering my thoughts, you know, reaffirming what I want to do, making sure that the next step I take is on concrete, solid ground. Mm -hmm. So then when I move, that next step is a guaranteed step of success or move me in the right the right um, motion of success, okay? So that's, that's all that we're trying to say out here. Just don't ever give up on your dream. Right. I'm going to go one more um, before we go into that next break. Um, this one comes from Rena Samuels, big supporter of the show, big yes. supporter of what we do. Home team, we appreciate big, big, you. Big, big giver uh, on many occasions. So shout out to her. Um, she said, I really thought I wanted to be a forensic scientist. After two semesters, I realized it wasn't for me. Definitely not a disappointment, but a realization I was just fascinated with dead bodies and crime scenes at the time. I love my career path now and happy I went the route that I did. Mm. Um, so, you know, we always may have an idea of what we thought we would be. And again, who is to say that that was actually your calling? Just because it's an interest of yours doesn't mean that's also yeah. what you're going to do. Because I'm pretty sure if we was to ask, we can probably list about five, six things we wanted to do. You know? Oh, yeah. Because we were fascinated by something. Um, right now, like we said, basketball was one of ours. Now we're in the field of coaching. It's still basketball, just another realm. I wanted, I silently have dreams to be an actor on stage or on a big screen. I'm not in that role now, but I can now write right. the next film that I you was, might see on your TV. I was just about to say, um, we are going to be there. Mm -hmm. I'm putting it out there right now, okay? But I was, yeah, but I was saying not you even know. so much that we didn't, 
but it was just another right, form another, that another I had to form, do it. Now I'm writing my to... own that yep. I can write and star in. You know, things like that. So there's always another way to get it done. Because it's funny, as you sit here right now and we having this discussion and everything, I'm over here thinking about everything I wanted to be when I'm growing when I grew up. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm still growing up. I don't still don't think I've reached grown up status yet, mm -hmm. even though I'm just an adult that pays bills. Okay? I'm a big kid now. Word, I just pay bills. <laughs> I don't think I'm a. I don't think I'm an adult, y'all. Just I'm just responsible to pay bills. Yeah, I'm researching that too because um, I'm trying to just see what the law yeah, is about these bills. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, yo, I'm honestly, I can truly say I'm doing everything I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. You know, I wanted to work with kids. I work with kids. I wanted to be. Those people that I emulated or who I saw growing up in the boys club, mm -hmm. I wanted to be them. Like, I wanted their jobs. Like, I thought their job was cool. Like, hey, you guys work with us. Like, you guys get to chill with kids. We go on trips. You know, we just kick it. You know, I didn't see the actual business side of it because, you know, at the time I was a child. Mm -hmm. But I saw the impact that you had on so many other people's lives. Mm -hmm. I was like, yo, I want that. Yo, I'm blessed to say I'm living a dream. Now, it didn't come the conventional way how certain people think certain things line up. Um, but... I think every, I can honestly look back and say every job I had, yeah, I did. It was it was something fellowshipping around people. Mm -hmm. It was something that helped me lead me towards the way to get to the ultimate goal to where I am now. Mm -hmm. So I can I don't know how many people can say this, but I've been I've been blessed to live live the dream mm -hmm. per se. You know, I saw a movie a long time ago called called The Lord Lord the Dogtown. Mm -hmm. um, Yo, there was a line in that movie. I want to live a 20-year summer vacation, one of the guys said. As soon as I heard that line, I said, yo, that's going to be my lifestyle. I'm going to live a 20-year summer vacation where everything is just chill, tranquil, and relaxing. Be down. You see the way I move. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm chill. I'm cool. I'm living a dream. All right? So remember, people, we say this to say, always find a piece of you in everything that you do. Always make sure that you take yourself with it. So this way, it's not a disappointment. Mm -hmm. It's not a discouragement. It's actually encouragement to keep, continue on to do what you want to do and follow your dream and follow your passions. Facts, facts. Um, real quick, before we take that break, Miss Mel, is there something that was on your table that you said, this was going to be me? And it may not have panned out, but how did you choose to handle that? Wait, before, before you answer that, can we look at you or do we have to turn away? No, y'all can look at me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> This subject is actually a touching subject for me. So if I start crying, we'll give you a so good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'll be a first. Growing up, I had, I was raised with my grandparents, of mm. course, and my mother was in and out of mental institutions. Mm. So people thought my mom crazy. So me and my siblings, we used to like go around to make people laugh so that the joke can get off of us, right. you know, the looks get off of us. Well, anyways. My dream was to marry Marlon Wayans, mm -hmm. to work with Marlon Wayans, to act with Marlon Wayans, to have kids by Marlon Wayans. <laughs> Everything was Marlon Wayans. Uh -huh. So I go off to college because uh, I was wanting to be a radio and television. Mm -hmm. And then again, to act and make movies and write films and stuff like that. So I go to school. I'm in my communication classes. Had to go to college. It was like I was there for three years. And then my last year, my so-called best friend, she's drunk. Just because I started getting high, nothing wrong with me, but she's drunk and called my family up 
so that they can have me committed in a fucking mental institution. Mm -hmm. The shit that I tried to dodge growing up because the way my mother act, I'm like, I'm not going to be that. I'm going to be different. I'm going to change. Ain't nobody, you know, I'm going to mm. show my mother that, hey, I love you. I, I'm, you my mom. I don't give a fuck what nobody say about you because you're not crazy when shit, police beating on her, raping her. She was always mm. raped by white people. Sorry. But she was always raped and beaten and drugged and shit like that and thrown in institution. No one believed her. Okay. Anyways, I'm like, I'm going to be the opposite of my mother. I never actually thought that I was going to experience the shit that she went through. Mm -hmm. So, and I'm 21. Like, she do this on my 21st birthday. So my 21st birthday is fucked up because I'm in a two West hospital in college getting straight A's and B's and shit. She flunking out of her class, got to switch her major, all type of stuff. You know what I'm saying? So it was like after I left, college after all that went down my grandmother died right in may like i got out of school in may my grandmama gone in june mm -hmm. so i'm like well damn she's gone i had i'm away from her for three years you know what i'm saying I, that's three years i can't get back right because as soon as i'm done with school she gone so that sucked me into a a depression so i was depressed all in my 20s from my 20s up to my 30s i was depressed I gave up on my dreams because I figured Marlon ain't going to marry me. He not going to have kids by me. He going to think because uh, her mama crazy, she crazy, everybody in her fucking family crazy. So I'm like, what the fuck I'm going to do? I just tried to commit suicide at 23. I didn't want to live no more. You know what I'm saying? I was like, fuck the dream. Like, because I was a goofy person. Make people laugh, whatever. But when that happened to me, it like totally changed my point of view in life period right. like i don't think he going like i'm in my head is he, marlon is not gonna like this he's not gonna you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. even though I, I feel like i carry the dream i might have his oscar in my head and he don't even realize it you know what i'm saying but i do because i already had the vision on it god right. gave me that vision that i had won an oscar award but after i won the oscar award with marlon as soon as i stepped outside i got shot and then I could see the reflection and the vision, like how I fell back and my Oscar fell out of my hand, mm. all type of shit. So I think I'm suffering right now from a fear. Because if I seen all this stuff happen and I tried to avoid it, happen. Right. Mm. And it, but it, you know what I'm saying? So I, def, I like, I said, okay, you know, I'm 25, 26, 27, finally got my own apartment. And I'm like, you know what? I'm finna go back, I'm finna, Go back to college because I didn't finish. I flunked out. Went back to college, got my degree in, and I said, okay. That's around that time. That's when I finally got a cell phone because I didn't want no damn cell phone. Mm. I, I wasn't on social media. I wasn't doing none of that. So I got me a phone, and when I got the phone, I started. I created my a Facebook account, my Twitter account, and I noticed Marlon was on Twitter. Mm. And then Marlon back then they had an 800 number that you can call. So I called the 800 number. I don't think, I didn't think he was listening to me, mm. but the nigga was listening because then six years later, he come out with the, a movie called The Haunted House. And The Haunted House is a subliminal message to everything that I was telling him on the phone. On, on It was called a Say Now Network. He had a Say Now Network mm. and you could just leave messages. And I was just leaving messages. But I was telling him what happened to me in my 20s and why I fear coming to Hollywood and 
Will he reject me because of my family background? Because, you know, people tell you, make sure you find out what the family's about and like, you know what I'm right, saying, before right. you get involved with that person. So in my head, it's like, he ain't going to fuck with me just because of my background, mm -hmm. you know. But then when he put this movie out, and it's a subliminal message because everything I told him, he put in the film. So I'm like, okay. So that brought joy because I'm like, okay, obviously he don't care. So mm -hmm. I can go ahead and continue to pursue this dream. So I get to tweeting him. He responds back to me. We're communicating. Then I finally got to go see him in Chicago. To I went to the um, premiere of the movie and stuff. And I don't know. I just felt like, okay, I might not, my dream might not come true as in far as marrying him, having kids by him, and acting and whatever. But I look at it now as I'm, as y'all was talking, and I'm like, well, okay. I did get to meet him. Mm. I, did, I do got like four or five pictures with him. Right. Got some t-shirts, got his autograph, all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I didn't expect it. I didn't want it to happen to me. Cause I'm supposed to be right, right now in Hollywood. Mm -hmm. I'm supposed to have, be in Hollywood right now with it Oscars no, and stuff I, I was, like that. It ain't no. I was just about How to come say. Is, I feel I, like it is because right now I'm nah. 41 years old. And right now my dream right now is just to have a baby. I just want one child so that when I get old, I got somebody to take care of me. Cause mm. I ain't going to North North <laughs> So. That's my that's my little right my little rampage right there, but mm. listen, my dream is what yeah. I've what I've heard what I heard while you were speaking is your dream coming into fruition. Mm. Okay, um, you said you wanted to meet Marlon Wayans. It took some time, but right. you met him. Exactly. So you also mentioned that you wanted to um, write a few screenplays, write um, movies. do a few movies, become um, be an actress and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Yo, where are you at right now? You said you want to be, you went to school for communication, right? Mm -hmm. Yo, you engineering our show right now, right? Mm -hmm. Right. You in that seat, you in that realm. So everything that you was talking about is coming into fruition. It might not happen when you want it, so you say you um, you in your 40s now, right? You have a goal to get something. Yeah, I want you to look up when Oprah made her millions. Look up when, what's the dude who owned Amazon? Um, I forget his name. Whenever he got his first millions, start looking up when people really got their bread. Look at Tyler Perry. They did not. They didn't get their bread till they was like almost 45, 50 years old. Their dream didn't come true mm -hmm. until they was like, quote unquote, what they want to say mm -hmm. to the second half, to the second stage. You know what I'm saying? To the and second here's, act. Here's here's one thing too that I heard on the part where you said the vision about. You got the you got the uh, the Grammy or the Oscar, Oscar yeah, um, and he got shot and it fell out your hand, right? Right. You could actually visualize as the old person that was thinking everything wrong. That person was dying to give birth to a new person that's about to step mm -hmm. out and do the damn thing right now. Cause that's what I see. Thank you. That's what I see. <laughs> Thank you. Um, nah, truth be told, like I don't hear. I didn't hear tragedy. I heard triumph. Mm -hmm. I heard I'm about to arrive. I heard I'm about to, mm. listen, I've been through this shit. And I'm about to just stand up, show out, and mm. let it be known. Like, ah, y'all thought y'all could break me. Ah, I'm still standing. I told y'all I was going to get this, and here, now I got here's it. Here's what we do. The, you, we, I mean, we, cliche is everybody will say, it, you know, God's going to give the toughest battles to his best warriors, Ooh. right? And that was a battle. There's no script on that on exactly what those trials and tribulations are going to be when it comes. Like I said, I told the story about my car accident and I had 150 stitches in my head, right? 
it was just a joke of us going in the garage, looking through people's cars. Oh, we dumb. This is fun. Coming out the daggone garage, who's to know? In the next five minutes, I was about to die in that car accident, splitting my head open, right? We don't know how that's going to play. Now, now you done went through damn near the worst you can go through without it happening, right? What are you about to learn from this from this situation now that's going to make you walk different now? Yep. Right? So, you went through all that. Mm-hmm. Um, that doesn't mean that that's what your story is supposed to be about. You went through it. You're still sitting here right now. You said you tried to take yourself out, and that didn't mm-hmm. work. Now you're sitting in this chair, unbeknownst to you, realize, wait a minute, I'm doing something I went to school for, right? right? It could be, it, it, it's, it's subjective to how we look at it, right? right? Somebody can hear us right now, 105.1 Live, and be like, oh, yeah, small little radio station out there in Greensboro, North Carolina, right? And then they'll look at K975, whatever the big name that they right. consider, right. right? And everybody thinks because we're not on that level, that's that's big time. And what she's doing, that's... Right? right, but there's somebody else that's gonna get they start looking at you like, yeah, that's big time right there. I don't even know how yeah. to do half that right there. Like I'm sitting here right now in this chair, and I said, whatever my vast knowledge of DJing is, I can probably still look at me like, well, damn, well, show me how you doing that, cause I have no goddamn Word. clue what you're doing. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So while we're None like, whatsoever. this is what happened to me. This is what happened to me. Ultimately, you're doing it right now. There's gonna be an intern in here studying what you're doing right now as you're getting ready for your next phase. Right. That's even greater. So right. you know, you know what I'm about to say, right? Mm. <laughs> it didn't happen to you. Uh, it happened we for it, we you. You got it right there on the board. Right there Every on the day. board. But what we're gonna do right now, we're gonna switch up the flavor a little bit. We got a little hot and heavy, but y'all know how we do. We transparent in <laughs> here. This is what and we do. We, we motivate, we give y'all the real deal about it. You know what I mean? Because we're here to just uplift, speak about what we went through. And propel us for the Word. next stage that's gonna be even greater. But y'all already know what time it is. We're gonna yeah, get live in here for a second. Buddy. Right? If you on the road right now, pull over to the side. If you just got home from a hard day's work, kick your shoes off, get, pour a, little, yourself, get a little drinky drink. Pour yourself a stiff drink. Yeah. Stiff drink. Thursday's new Friday. Weekend is here almost. Tell your kids stop doing their homework for a couple seconds. Or matter of fact, tell your kids go do whatever the hell y'all wanna do for the next 20 minutes. Because I'm about to zone out right now. Y'all already know. Pour some. Spark some. Tell your neighbor, shut up and mind their business. Tell, tell, your, tell your supervisor up. you're going on you're going on break right now. Real. I got a 15-minute break. I'm going to take a 25. Word. But if you get fired, don't blame me. Okay? <laughs> Make your own decisions. Uh, but one of the things you should do, turn your speakers up right now. Y'all already know. DJ B. Dollar Mini Mix of the Week is going down now. 